Welcome to Voices of the Valley, a new radio show where we will be interviewing growers, entrepreneurs, educators, and technologists who are inventing new solutions for today's and tomorrow's challenges on the farm. I'm your host, Dennis Donahue, the lead of the Western Growers Center for Innovation and Technology. And each episode, we will be exploring what's challenging and new in agricultural innovation. We're uh, joined today by Al Amit, uh, who is, he happens to be in Israel, and he's been uh, moving around the globe a little bit, and I'm going to let him tell us a little bit about that and introduce himself and his uh, company, and that'll, that'll start the dialogue. But I'll also ask you to include, uh, as you know, the, uh, the name of the program is Voices of the Valley, and uh, we, we view that as valleys all over the world. And so question number one, since we're speaking to you in Israel today, what, what, just like we think of the Salinas Valley or Central Valley, when you think of valley in Israel, what valley comes to mind? Uh, the, the valley that we're uh, that we're based in, the Jezreel Valley, um, which is in the northern uh, northeastern part of uh, of Israel. Um, that's where Fieldin, our company, is based. Uh, that's where actually a bunch of other ag tech startups are uh, are based as well. It's nice to see that um, there's there's been somewhat of a trend over the past few months where. Uh, startups that used to be based more in the Tel Aviv area uh, are now moving up north uh, to areas that are more uh, uh, ag-oriented uh, and, and establishing their headquarters there. So that's, that's a nice thing. Well, tell us a little bit about the uh, agricultural features of that valley. Well, I mean, it's, it's, Israel is big on, on, on orchards um, and, and someone on vineyards as well, so you'll find a bunch of orchards there, a lot of... Uh, a lot of uh, citrus growing, um, also some, some row crop, uh, primarily uh, uh, wheat, um, a little bit of, uh, of uh, wine grapes as well that are grown in the area. Uh, the place is surrounded by at least four or five different uh, uh, wineries that come to mind, uh, which I'm, I'm glad to say are all field and customers. Uh, but that's, that's, that's pretty much uh, the scene. A lot of green, a lot of uh, 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 nice view. Uh, and it's, just, it's, a, it's a great place to be working from. Well, and it sounds like uh, California is pretty f- recognizable terrain for you when you get over this way. You know, it's, it's, and, I, and, and I, get very, I get into California very often, and uh, California is such a beautiful state, uh, and it has very similar uh, uh, weather to Israel. The view seems, uh, I, I think the view at, at scale is, is, is incredible. Um, so you know, Israel is sort of a smaller, uh, s- smaller area size, and uh, uh, but you're right. I mean, it's just uh, it, it, it's very similar, and oftentimes when I'm in California, it reminds me of home, no doubt. Good. Well, we, we're glad you feel that way. Well, listen, tell us a little bit about Fieldin. What you, what you're, what you're doing? Uh, either problems you're trying to solve, opportunities you see, and and I was intrigued. You uh, just got back from Argentina, so you're, you're obviously moving around the world and. Talk a little bit about that as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, I would say in a nutshell that Fieldin is a company that was uh, founded with a very specific goal, and that is to ensure the, uh, the quality, the safety, and the efficiency um, of pest management applications. So what we provide our customers who are fruit and nut growers primarily with uh, is a combination of software and hardware. We basically digitize uh, the pest manager process for them. We uh, want to tap on every major junction within the pest management uh, process and make sure that we're collecting information automatically. 
uh, and providing insights in real time that, that, that help our customers uh, uh, reach the, the fullest potential and reduce praise along the way. Uh, we were founded in 2013. We are an Israeli-based company, but um, our primary activities are actually in California, where we have an office um, with the WGA, of course. Um, we've also recently opened a, a niche office in Fresno as well. Um, we're, basically, what we try to do is, is to work with, uh, with growers of different size and different scales. It could be large organizations, companies like uh, Wonderful Orchards, or Olam, or Fowler Packing, or uh, any other large company, B-Suite, um, alongside smaller or medium-sized companies, um, to help them make the most out of their operations. Um, and we've been doing so, as, as you mentioned, we've been doing so in, in California and in Israel, but also um, in South Africa, and now in Argentina as well. Uh, and, and I think that gives us a, a very good perspective on what growers are looking for, um, what kind of digital tools that they need, especially in you know, the times that we're in right now where there's just an abundance of, of different digital ad tools that are available, different apps, different companies, and they need to choose from. And, um, and you know, one of the questions I have is, uh, you know, and, and it's interesting to me, and maybe this is part of your, your strategy. Obviously, uh, you know, major production areas, they're, they're shipping all over the world, uh, a state like California, we've got products coming in from all, all over the world. And, you know, you can't help but wonder uh, how challenging it is for organizations like yours to break into new markets, because I'm, I'm guessing that's pretty competitive at some level. So how do you address all that? Uh, it's, it's tremendously, it's tremendously, uh, uh, it's a tremendous challenge, because anywhere we work, you'll find that there's the same challenge, but that comes in different shapes or different colors. Um, and so, you know, naturally we started out in Israel. Um, both of our founders come with an agriculture background, so that was very important to uh, bring a, a practical service into the market right from the get-go. Uh, but when we started working in California, we suddenly understood that, you know, if you look at the San Joaquin Valley, uh, growers have similar problems but, and similar challenges and similar, uh, similar things that they're looking for in an act service like ours, uh, but it comes from a different angle. Um, and so for us to be able to understand those angles, to be present enough so that they feel that uh, we provide them with enough support, that's challenging. I think setting up an operation in a new market, um, identifying that, that it, it truly has the potential that you need um, that you're able to identify the right partners to work with. Uh, because from my experience, working in a new market uh, on your own is, is incredibly hard and it's incredibly risky. Um, there's, there's a big chance that you will fail. Rather, if you work with either uh, another company in your space or you work with uh, certain people who are very familiar with the market, um, that, that could just help you a lot. Um, and so, for, you know, for instance, I just got back from... Uh, from a trip to Argentina where we're starting to work in the northern part of the country uh, on lemons. Argentina is a, is, a, is a powerhouse in lemon production and they export, they export about 20% of, of all their produce. Um, and in fact, they are, they're also uh, uh, exporting to California as well, which is interesting to us. Um, so they collaborate. Some, some of the groups that, we, that we're now working with actually collaborate um, with some of our customers in California. That, that, that's actually neat to see how you can really close, close the loop, if you will. Um, 
but you know, when going to Argentina, the country that that you know predominantly all meetings were in Spanish, and I'm not a fluent Spanish speaker. Um, so doing business in a different language, uh, you know, getting your points across, uh, even setting up meetings, you know, it's 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 a it's a challenge in its own right. So I think that there's a lot of uh, a lot of patience that's required in that kind of process, and a lot of uh, uh, I would say design, designing the project, designing the process, the methodology behind it. You know, we spent a few a few good months planning this trip. Is it? Uh... Is it helpful in the pest management business as it relates to talking to local growers that you do have a global perspective uh, on, on this issue? Does, does, that, does that help you? Because it almost sounds like in this business, you really do need to have that global footprint to succeed locally. Absolutely, Dennis. Absolutely. Uh, you know, the, the biggest problem when, when you talk about pest management is the fact that uh, everybody knows what goes into the spray tanks, and everybody knows more or less what the operations should look like. Nobody really knows what's actually happening uh, in real time, uh, neither in real time nor, by the way, at a greater scale, uh, looking at the business. And so when we meet with customers who specifically say that they want to hear about how they compare to other accounts that are similar in size, um, obviously, you know, all of our information is kept anonymous and is private uh, and, and, and is owned by our customers. Um, but we do, we do have the ability to provide benchmarks that will give these players, uh, you know, an idea, a sense of where they're at, if it's from their operational efficiency um, or if it's on other, other activities that they're running in the field that, that we can track. Um, so I've seen this become very valuable, uh, specifically with, you know, different executives that you work with. Um, I think the most important thing is to make sure that the insights that you provide the, the customers that you're working with, even if it's global insights, uh, pertain to the right stakeholder you're working with. So if you're working with a pest control advisor, they could potentially be interested in some insights that you've had in the region uh, or even in neighboring countries. Um, when you're working with executives, uh, they want to see the bigger picture. They want to see comparisons to players that are more or less about their size, and you need to tailor those insights. Uh, uniquely. Okay, terrific. Well, listen, one last last question to kind of bring things to a close. So, uh, obviously, the, the whole pest issue per, uh, pertains to the entire industry in any given locale. Uh, who are your targeted customers? Uh, what's your business model based on? Is it uh, grower by grower, app by app? Is it a subscription service? How are you doing business? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, you know, the nice thing about Fielding is that we've, we've gained a lot of experience over time working with different types of, of, of customers and ecosystem players because I think that pest management is not just a grower-specific problem, it's an industry problem. It starts from the growers, but neither the chemical companies uh, nor the packing houses or the retailers, and certainly not us consumers, have a really good sense of, of what's going on um, both in terms of sprays specifically and pest management activities in general. I mean, I think that's important. Um, and so we are geared to work first and foremost with fruit and nut growers, um, farm management companies. Uh, oftentimes we work with spray contractors as well, uh, which are important, uh, important piece in this puzzle. Um, our, our business model is, is a service efficiency, it's an annual uh, service efficiency. Um, so basically we, uh, we have the ability to track 
um, uh, some of the capabilities uh, in real time. So that would be tractors, sprayers, uh, and other potential machinery. We're now starting to work on the harvesting capabilities as well, which has actually become very interesting in, in the valley. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think I think you know if, if I if I kind of compare where we were two years ago when we would talk to growers in the valley and we would talk about a software subscription fee, um, it, it you know it wasn't intuitive to them. It it didn't quite make sense. Uh, I think nowadays uh, because the Actex scene has developed so much and because there's so many great companies out there offering tremendous things for growers who are willing to pay for it, um, I think they're more accustomed now than before, uh, and and that's good news because. At the end of the day, we, we all need to, uh, uh, to make enough revenues to, to sustain the business and, and keep on going and, and making agriculture as a whole a better business. Well, I, uh, I know you're glad to be home after a long trip, but I'm also uh, glad to hear that uh, you always enjoy your visits to California. So we'll look forward to uh, seeing you back in the Innovation Center uh, very soon. And thanks for all, your, all of your, uh, your thoughtful comments today. It's always fun to catch up with you. Thank you very much, Dennis. Thanks okay, for having me on. Good. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening today. Voices of the Valley is brought to you by Western Grower Center for Innovation and Technology, and this episode has been sponsored by Hartnell Community College. Tune in for a new episode.